Oh, you know, uh, I'm doing all right, uh, as you can tell. Yeah, you sound all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, sound like a 90 year old smoker. That's okay. So, um, Grayson, I'm, I'm not happy. No, no, I'm ecstatic. Oh, because we released our first episode. We did, and people listened to it. That's that actually bonkers. It is bonkers. It doesn't make any sense. It to doesn't. Me. What would you like to say to the people? Um, thanks. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> that's very baller of you. Oh, so. <laughs> right on. Keep up the good work. <laughs> well, okay. So last week was our first episode. We yeah. talked about Triple R and, uh, yeah, people listened to it, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, we had, I don't even want, I don't want to get into the numbers too much, but it's, yeah, it was much better received than I thought it would be. Yeah, which is cool. Mainly because um, I force a lot of my friends to listen. To yeah, it. me too. So <laughs> if you're if uh, the gun is off you now, yeah. if you're listening, um, so, for now we've called off the snipers for now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I just want to say at the beginning of the episode that if you do like the episode, go ahead and leave us a review. How many stars should they rate us? Um, I'm gonna say five. Five. Five's good to start. I think, um, I think that's a really nice, even number. If you can rate more, you should. Yeah, um, if you have that opportunity. Otherwise, just stop listening. Yeah. Just don't. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so um, we're now also on social media. Yes. We're on all the things yeah, that are there. Except TikTok. Except TikTok for now. For now. We we might get on there at some point. but that That's going to be a Santi thing because I don't know how to use yeah. TikTok. So it, for everyone who... I, you don't need to know this, but basically all the social media is me. <laughs> so yeah. if you're being mean to me on there, um, just know you're hurting my little feelings. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I think that's all the logistical stuff yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at doing this with another person no, in the room. Funny. I'm used to doing it by myself when yeah. I have like 10 minutes to uh, prepare. <laughs> yeah. And you have like a script. I have a script that. I can read from, but yeah. yeah. And we'll bring that up again at the end of the episode, yeah. but thanks for listening. You guys, yeah. We appreciate the support. Yeah. Thank you for everything. Um, I hope you're finding these entertaining at the very least. Yeah. But I hope so. And, and next episode, I probably will not sound like this, hopefully. So. Hopefully. But if they do, that's okay. We we love them anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this week, we watched a movie. We sure did. We seem to do that every week. Uh, yeah. It yeah. It's like that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> we watched... Uh, Yip Man, The Final Fight, which is a 2013 film. Um, it was directed by Herman Yao. The main actor in it is Anthony Wong. So that's who plays Yip Man. And yeah, so I, I guess first and foremost, what did you think? It was really good. It was um, it was sad. It was a real, like, there were moments where I was like, man, this is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, complete, <laughs> like, almost 180 from RRR. Yes. Um, which, and I mean, it's based on a real person. Mm-hmm. And so, and, like, it's, like, right after this movie was set, 
right after World War Two yeah. in China. Mm-hmm. And, you know, political climate at that time around the world, just an absolute bummer. Not great. I mean, yeah. we're coming up on the Cold War, and so mm-hmm. tensions are high. Um, and so, yeah, it was a real bummer. There were some really great moments. The fight scenes were immaculate. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was also those those moments where I was like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and so I, I feel like I should say, in case anyone's confused, so we're not talking about, like, the Donnie Yen, Yip Man movies. And we will at some point just because yeah. I think they're worth talking about. But, they're like... Great. I've seen all four of the Donnie Yen ones, and you've seen the first two. Yeah, the first two. Um, so you maybe we'll watch like three or four because yeah. I don't really like three, and it's not because it's like a bad movie or anything, but it's just it's not as good as the other ones. But four is like one of my favorite ones, so nice. we'll watch those at some point. But cool. this is um, it's not really related to the other Yip Man movies. It came out before um three and four Hmm. so i think in a weird way it like is trying to capitalize like on the popularity of those movies but it's definitely in my opinion i feel like it's 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 similar to the donnie yen ones but it does things different enough that i think it establishes itself as like a good a, a good movie in its own right but more so like it's 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 a different flavor I think yeah. because kind of like with triple R, I think the Donnie Yen ones, and I, I don't want to compare them too much cause I want the movie to stand on its own legs. But I think the Donnie Yen ones kind of like triple R, like really take a lot of Liberty with, uh, the real Yip man's life and, you know, make him into much more of a superhero, which this movie does a little bit, but mm-hmm. what I like about this movie is that it does a lot to, um, make him much more human and like much more flawed. And um, you get a, I read one review and it was something like that. Anthony Wong's portrayal is it. He feels more like a real person than I think Donnie Yen's does. And I don't mean that to mean that like Donnie Yen's bad because he's not, I mean, he's obviously not, but I feel like his Yip Man is definitely much more one dimensional than Mm -hmm. this version who you see him go through a lot more. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about it. So, um, yeah, kind of like with last week, we'll kind of go through the plot and then kind of touch on things as they come up. Um, and so the, the movie opens with, we see Yip Man as he's kind of first moving to Hong Kong, which in his real life he did do. So he, he was born in Foshan, I believe. Uh, Foshan. Foshan. Um, he lived a lot of his life there. You kind of see that a little bit in the Donnie Yen ones. And then he moves to Hong Kong in the 50s. Um, and it's where he kind of sets up his martial arts practice. Um, so we see the beginning of that. And the first scene is kind of him like moving into this apartment. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but he has like a little like fight with the the guy who owns the apartment. He's oh, like yes. a, he's like his first student. And he, yeah. he kind of plays a role later in the movie. But yeah um i think that was really cool it was really cool and what <laughs> we were talking before we started recording about like the notes that i took and one of the notes that i took was i just said that bro loves a meal yeah because he's like the first thing that he says is he's like yeah i'll show you some kung fu but like i gotta yeah. i gotta eat, eat. first yeah, not, not on an, i think his, his words were not on an empty, not on stomach. An empty stomach which i i relate i was like bro knows what's up oh yeah well what i like is that like 
I think the movie does a good job of like giving him little things that like kind of build out his character. And one of those is that he is like constantly eating. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something from his real life, but I just found it funny that yeah. like every other scene is him like with a bowl of noodles and he's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, like there's like conflict actively happening around yeah. him. <laughs> and he's just like sitting and eating. Like, and he's like, I don't want to be bothered. I'm yeah. just trying to enjoy this food. Also, that, the, like, four-course meal that they mm-hmm. had at that little restaurant, that looks so good. It does look good. All oh, the food looks really amazing. good. Amazing. But, um, so he, like, eats his little meal, and yeah. then he, they have, like, a, sort of, like, a demonstration, and yeah. he, it's one of the cool, so, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this movie is because it's kind of our first introduction in the show to, like, martial arts movies, which... If I was a lesser person, I would make the entire show just about martial arts movies. I would not be opposed to that. They're my favorite thing. But what he does is he puts like a newspaper on the floor and he's like, if you can knock me off this newspaper. Um, or no, he just he just says something like, just go ahead and yeah. try to knock me off this newspaper. Yeah. Which is, it's something that you see a lot in martial arts movies where it, you know, somebody will establish like a small area of yeah. space and they're like, just move me. Yeah. Just push me yeah. or... You know, oh, if you could take this thing from me. And I think what it leads to is like a the first fight is it's it's really close quarters. It's Yip Man mostly using like his feet to kind of like, you know, parry him. And it, it goes around the room a little bit. But um, I thought that was a, a good oh, introduction so to good. his uh, his style, I guess. Yeah. 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 And um, I, I oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And and. For those who don't know, Yet Man is infamous for uh, Wing Chun, mm-hmm. uh, the the martial arts style Wing Chun, which yeah. is a gorgeous uh, fighting style. Yeah. It is so fluid and elegant. Um, it looks really cool. It's so good. It's Well, it's funny. One of the things I did this week was, and I don't normally do this with martial arts movies, but I was kind of curious. I was like, you know, what does like a Wing Chun practitioner like actually look like? So... I was watching a lot of like YouTube videos of people doing Wing Chun. Mm. And what I found interesting about it is obviously, you know, in a movie, they have to kind of play it up a little bit and be, you know, a big theme of Yip Man movies. And not just this one, but pretty much all of them is this idea that Wing Chun is this super, you know, deadly, like really effective Kung Fu style. And, you know, it's not that it's not, but it is funny when you watch, you know, kind of real demonstrations of it. It's very... You know, it's a lot of posing and and yeah. movements and stuff, and it it looks really cool, especially when they're doing you know things with the wooden dummy and they're oh, doing yeah. like the poses and stuff. But I watched this one video, and it was this guy who he's like an MMA fighter, and he goes up against a Wing Chun master, and he just pummels him. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of sad. You're like, oh, but I mean, that's the the whole point of you know mixed martial arts is you're supposed to take things from. Everywhere. everything and, yeah. and be the most effective you can be and i think especially when you have like more i don't i want to be clear i don't know anything about this stuff but yeah you know definitely these more traditional martial arts suffer from you know rigidity like you know the the traditionalism i guess you know oh, not yeah. not utilizing everything to its most effective degree but um yeah i mean but in the context of this movie i think it looks super cool like it, oh, yeah. it you know and there's moments in this movie where i feel like the Yip Man movies have kind of all established themselves as 
um, he has these like signature moves yeah. that he does, and one of them is like the multi punch, oh, you know, down that the down the chest. Gets me. I love it every time, yeah, and he does it later on in the movie. But I just every time he does it, I'm like, he did the thing. He did the thing. <laughs> well, and especially in the Donnie Yen ones, there's a great scene. I it's the like he's in the ring fighting for yeah. rice, and there's one dude. He goes for like a solid. I don't know. 10 seconds just, yeah, just doing brrr, that. Yeah. And I was like, dude, he's down. Like, you can let up, my guy. Jeez. Um, yeah, so anyway, I, I really liked that first action scene. Mm-hmm. I thought, I I think one of the things that's nice about this movie is, and I don't know if you felt this way, it's not, re- I mean, it, it's a martial arts movie, Yeah. but it's it doesn't feel like the movie is just trying to go from fight to fight. Yeah. It really takes its time. Like, I think there's really only maybe four fights in like the whole movie. Fights, yeah. yeah. Which for a martial arts movie is kind of unusual, but mm. I don't mind. I mean, yeah. everything in between I think is so good that yeah. you kind of forgive it for taking its time to get there. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it felt like, not like a documentary, but like... It felt more like a like a story about this guy's life mm-hmm. um, than anything, which yeah. I thought was really nice. Because um, it like especially like seeing Yip Man in his later years and like what mm-hmm. he was up to in his later years, especially at the very end um, where we see the actual footage yeah. of Yip Man like training. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. I love when movies do that. Oh yeah, me too. I I loved that too, and I. It was funny too because I was like, you know, they there's such a, a stark difference between like modern yeah. movie making and the, yeah. the footage you see of him. And it, yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is some grainy footage, but yeah, um, that was the 50s, so well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it does, I think that's kind of the, the cool thing about this movie is it does put more work into being a better picture of his life. And it's, it's more this like slice of his life than it is trying to be a really great Kung Fu movie. I think, And I think that would work. Wouldn't work so much if the martial arts wasn't so good in it. Yes. Because you do feel rewarded. And like one of the, we'll talk about it as we keep going through the plot, but the, they set up a lot of stuff that kind of, culminates in this climax that i think it is a really good payoff in terms of the fight and sometimes martial arts movies struggle to do that you know they build up to this big fight at the end that doesn't quite pay off but i think this one does a really good job so so we we have the fight initial fight in the apartment and then we get like an introduction to kind of all the different characters we see that he establishes this school kind of on this rooftop. And then we get a, an introduction to all the different students that he has. And um, I'm really bad with names, so I don't remember what all the characters' names are. Yeah, same. But there's one who is a cop. Yep. Uh, one who works in a restaurant as a um, like a waitress. Yep. Uh, a dim sum kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's one who she's a, like a union leader. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and one and a couple of guys who one's a prison guard. Yes. And the other I don't remember what the other one does, but he ends up as someone's husband. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
which is i find kind of funny yeah as like a flip of that trope where i felt like the the female characters had a bigger presence in the movie than a lot of the minor male characters where they kind of exist as like a accessory to the female characters which i thought was kind of funny but um anyway you get this this introduction to each of these characters and you kind of establish like his day-to-day life um and one of the things this movie does is it uses the characters to kind of show you like what hong kong looked like in the 1950s um because i don't know if you know too much about hong kong history but at this point in time hong kong was separate from the rest of mainland china okay um and the reason being that it was technically owned by uh the british so um there's this long complicated history that hong kong has with with uh the united kingdom and I don't. I can't really get into a ton of it because I, I'm not a historian, and so I, I only know kind of the bare basics. But essentially, Hong Kong had this agreement to be a you know a part of of British territory until I think it was like 1999 or something oh, like that. It was like a hundred years. Yeah. Um. And so in modern day Hong Kong, they're slowly starting to become part of mainland China, um, but they are still kind of their own economic and cultural power in and of themselves please no one get mad at me i i I have such a bare understanding of this but what to bring it back to the movie what you see through a lot of the the characters and stuff is kind of how hong kong looks at that time um you see you know the way that the british kind of reside over everything um there's a lot of infighting between unions and um you know labor bosses and stuff like that so um, a big part of this movie is is the idea that you know Hong Kong at this time is struggling financially. Um, you know they're they're running into these cultural clashes where um, certain people feel you know more culturally tied to China, and other people feel you know um, this superiority about being a policeman or or what have you. So um, we see a lot of that, which I I think sometimes like doesn't always come across well but i think for the most part the movie does a good job of showing you all that stuff and giving Mm. you like a good context for what's going on so we meet all the students yeah we're like 10 minutes into this movie (laughs) (laughs) that's okay and um after that we see uh yip man um have he has his wife come to hong kong yes from foshan yes um and, you know, he's kind of like showing her around the city and he, yeah. uh, you know, takes her out to eat and he's like giving her a, a good, you know, view of like what he set up and stuff. And one of the moments that I really liked that I think, again, speaks to this idea that what what this movie does really well is kind of the human moments, like yes. the tender. Because um, this movie is really like nice it in is. parts. You know, yeah. it feels very sweet and very warm and one of the nice moments is him and his wife are uh in bed and it's like really cold out and they have this tiny little blanket that they're like trying to share and then yip man students come and bring them a blanket you know for for, because they know it's cold and uh they're kind of cuddling under the blankets and and he says something like she, well, she says something like, don't look at me because I yes. I have wrinkles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he says, don't worry, I'm nearsighted. <laughs> I, I thought that was very cute. 
That was adorable. It was. It's a cute moment. Yeah, that whole scene was was lovely. It was lovely. Um, and yeah, like you said, it it really brought the humanness to Yip Man, and that and like Yip Man in any iteration that I've really seen mm-hmm. was so humble. Like he was just like some guy. He just liked to vibe and eat and smoke and yeah. just like water his plants mm-hmm. and then occasionally kick some ass. Oh, yeah. Like that was like a side hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's just this like really humble, like mm-hmm. homebody guy. Yeah. It's wonderful. And that was in this movie specifically, we see a lot of that. Yeah. Which was great. And what, what one thing this movie does that a lot of martial arts movies do is they ruminate kind of on yes. on what martial arts mean and what they can do for an average person and one of the things that you feel comes across in this movie is Yip Man is all about, you know, not throwing the first punch, you know, he's all about, you know, you you have these things to defend yourself but they're not for, you know, aggression, they're yeah. for defense and like you said i I like that idea that he's this humble guy that he's not you know all about going out there and showing off and whatever he's just you know he's just there to whatever and one of the there's an opening scene that we i kind of glazed over but or glossed over but after you kind of meet all the characters um a couple of them get into a fight with these like old dudes that they're playing mahjong with yeah and um Yip Man, like, really gives it to him about, like, you know, if if you keep getting into fights, like, either you're going to get killed or you're going to kill someone. Yeah. And they say something like, well, you know, if we're not supposed to use it, you know, what's the difference between this and, like, learning how to swim? Yeah. And he says something along the lines of, just because you know how to swim, does that mean you start pushing everyone in the ocean? Yes. And I'm like, oh, man, this dude... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he gets it. Yeah. And like it, he understands What it. I really like is they write him so – he's wise, but he's not – I don't think he falls into that stereotypical, you know, like wise old kung yeah. fu master kind of thing where yeah. he's not flawed. Yeah. But I do like the moments where you feel – you understand why people would want to learn from him. Uh, yes. And, and follow him. Yeah. Um, Which I just – I really – Yeah. I thought that was nice. Well, and, and after they – because – yeah, so his students, like, beat up these people that they're mm-hmm. playing Mahjong with. Those guys then go to their martial arts master, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, the students of Yip Man beat us up and all this stuff. You got to show them what's what. And then they have this really great moment where the the other martial arts master was like, we don't got to fight. I'm just going to write him a letter. Oh, <laughs> so that, that moment's actually later in the movie. It's after. Oh, um, that's right. Because there's a okay, so we'll backtrack a little bit. I love that moment, and I yeah. want to talk about it a lot yeah. because it's my favorite thing in the movie. It's but so good. So anyway, so we we meet his wife and everything, and there's yeah. all the nice moments and whatever. You know, all these nice moments and whatever. Who cares? Yeah. And then there's this scene where they're all kind of on the rooftop and mm. they're having like a union meeting. Oh yes. Um, and there's some postulating back and forth about you know whether they should go on strike or not. Um, Yip Man throws out some more wisdom, which yeah. I love, where he says something like, um, how are any of you going to survive if you don't stick together? Yeah. And then we get this great scene that I really liked, which is this, it's this, like, union riot. Yeah. Which, 
it's not really an action scene. It kind of is because there's some there's a little bit of throwing punches and stuff. Yeah. But um, I thought the scale of that fight was really oh, was nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a really good looking scene. Yeah, it was great. And you really feel it like when the the rioters start or the the like the riot squad starts hitting people with like oh, batons yeah. and stuff. I oh, was like, oh, brutal. <laughs> that was so rough. I, they were just whacking. They were away. wailing on them. Yeah, yeah was which crazy. was kind of brutal. Yeah. And after that scene, well, during, so while they're having the union meeting, his wife says something like, you know, oh, Hong Kong's just the same as everywhere else, yeah. you know, that people are struggling and stuff, which, again, kind of seems to be this theme that goes throughout the movie about, you know, economic struggle and how place one holds within society can often lead to desperation and violence and um you know everything and then we we get the riot scene and then we get this this scene where yip man is talking to one of his students who is a police officer yes and he's telling him you know is there any way you can help you know some of our students get out of jail for you know being involved in the riots and all this stuff and the guy is saying something like well you know i i'm only Chinese and I'm only you know that uh, this rank in the in the thing or whatever and then Yip Man orders him this like turtle jelly yeah. which I didn't get a chance to look up what that is and I wrote yeah. a note that was like turtle jelly yeah. question mark because yeah. I don't know what it is but it sounds good it sounds and it kind of looked good it kind of looked pretty good yeah um and we get another one of the tropes which is Yip Man like smoking yeah um because it's also in the Donnie Yen ones like I don't oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know <laughs> I don't know if that was something he did a lot in real life, but they've just established this idea that all he does is smoke. He's a <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you said you thought he was rolling a doobie at first. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> okay, so in the Donnie Yen uh-huh. one, it, it like, I think they like make it obvious that it's like a, like a tobacco cigarette. Yeah. In this one, we don't actually see him like put the leaves in, yeah. but he just like starts rolling it. Yeah. And he rolls it in such a way that I'm like, is that is he smoking weed is he like and so but he kept doing it and then it wasn't until towards the end where he was in america Mm -hmm. when uh bruce lee who was yip man's student uh hands him like an american cigarette and he's like oh why don't you smoke this and i was like oh he's smoking like cigarettes actual yeah. cigarettes he's not smoking weed he's not constantly stoned which i mean at his age and what he yeah. does it would make sense yeah like he just seems like the kind of guy that just could clear a bowl yeah just light it up yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and i think what one of the it's such a weird detail that i noticed and i don't know if it's like maybe a a censorship thing in china but he you never actually see him like smoking the cigarette he's always just like holding it yeah and it's like lit which i thought was weird i don't know there was a couple times where he did take a drag yeah but yeah i don't think there's not a lot of like him smoking which i thought was weird it was interesting but um yeah so then you get you get the scene where you know he's talking with a cop and they're kind of postulating on stuff the cop becomes relevant because he sort of gets involved in like underworld stuff yeah um you get this introduction later on where Yip Man has to go get some dental work done. Yes. And they have to go into what's called the walled city, which this was, a again, a real thing in, in Hong Kong was this. I believe it was originally intended to be kind of like a high rise mm. um, 
complex where they'd have jobs and apartments and stuff, but it sort of quickly fell into disrepair, um, kind of became overpopulated with um, crime and drugs and, and all kinds of stuff. So they touch on a little bit in this movie where the the walled city is where people in Hong Kong go to get dental work done because it's cheap. Um, and then there's this like great flashback radio broadcast oh, yeah. with uh, yeah. the villain of the piece who he's not he's not really I mean he he really only has two scenes like one yeah. in the middle and one at the end but his, he's called Dragon and he's, yes. he's like a, a kung fu like triad drug lord guy yeah um, some crazy dude and he's got a great yeah he's got ice picks yeah he fights with ice picks which he, I thought was dope as it's hell. so cool oh my god and the flashback's really weird because it's like you hear the narrator talking yeah which we'll talk about the narrator later because they do something really cool that i didn't notice until i watched it this first time but or this i've seen it a few times but this is the, uh, the most recent time i watched it i noticed this cool thing um but the narrator is like talking about dragon and then it like molds into this um radio announcer and then like the screen flips and it becomes all grainy and oh, weird yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. almost like this news bulletin yes that we're watching yeah. which i thought was like a fun oh no, it was, was really like, creative and yeah. like a fun way to do it yeah it was very cool i enjoyed that very much yeah so. but um i've kind of lost track of where we are uh i should have pulled up a synopsis uh, we were doing the, um they were uh it was just after the riot yeah, so just so with the cop guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and there was a there's a piece of wisdom that I think I don't, I can't remember if this is this happened now mm-hmm. or, or it comes later, but he tells the cop like you know, the your gun is mm. uh you know, foreign or whatever. Yeah. Uh but your fists are your own. Yes. And you should never like turn them on your own. Yes, that's right. right. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> up. Holy shit. He has a couple of lines that are like really badass yeah, and like and really profound. Profound, yeah. And it so we haven't really talked about it, but the the lead actor is this guy. His name's Anthony Wong. I think he does such a good job. Oh, he's like so good. I think he, he his portrayal is way different than Donnie Yen's. Like yeah. I think he's much more Donnie Yen's Yip Man is very like almost like a reluctant hero like he he doesn't want to be involved in anything there's a lot of scenes of him being kind of passive and almost like his his yip man strikes me as more as like a guy who just keeps getting into situations (laughs) yeah he like stumbles (laughs) yeah he's like mr bean like um whereas this one he's much more like i said you get a better idea of like why people would want to learn from him and one of the things that I, I wrote down is that he's kind of, he's like so jovial. Yeah. Like he's like, he's having a good time yeah. most of the time. You know, he's yeah. like joking around and yeah. um, he's very serious. Like he's a stern guy, but he has these little moments where he's just like, hey, we're just having fun. Like yeah. who cares? Big old goofball. He's just a big old goofball. Yeah. Um, and I think the actor carries that really well. Oh, he's great. Well, and when we, I, when, when we first meet him in the movie, I like, I saw him and I was like, that's just old Donnie Yen. Yeah, <laughs> like they look so it, like they do look very Anthony similar. Anthony just looks like aged up. Yeah, Donnie Yen. I was like, that's perfect casting. What, what's kind of funny is that like 
they cast Anthony Wong to be like an older Yip Man. Yeah. But they're not that different in age. It's yeah. just that like Donnie Yen it looks so young. Yeah. I think it's because he's he's very fit, obviously. Yes. But um, <laughs> Anthony Wong just. I mean, he's great, but he does, he is, he has like male pattern baldness yeah. and he's like, you know, he looks yeah. like a dude his age, which is yeah. not a bad thing, no. but, um, you know, he's not like all six pack and whatever. Right. He's like, he looks like a guy who does like moderate exercise, <laughs> you know, like yeah. twice a week. Yeah. You know, no, you see him at the gym. He's got the, the white new balance. Oh yeah. The, the shin high, mm-hmm. like socks, white socks. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he's, I mean, also real life real he sounds like a cool dude like i i read about him a little bit he's he's kind of been blacklisted from working in mainland china because he like stood up and said something during the hong kong protests a few years ago um and he was like anti like the police brutality and and he just seems like he's a cool dude yeah there's another actor in this movie who <laughs> i'll bring up later because he's not a cool dude but oh, well. um yeah he 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 just seems like a like a yeah. cool guy and like and neat, neat man and I think he's a good choice because he's obviously like a dramatic actor like yeah, he yeah. he doesn't come across necessarily as like a martial artist right he 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 comes across more like he's playing the part yeah like he's like thought about it i guess yes. you know he yeah and his martial arts is good like it, it yeah. there's never any moment where you're like that guy doesn't know what he's doing but right yeah yeah i just think he's great oh he was wonderful i just think he's nice <laughs> yeah he is he, he seems very he has a calming presence about him yes um i'd love to honestly god if he does smoke weed i'd love to sit down yeah. and just just smoke light it up, up with anthony yeah. wong yeah Fuck yeah just Thank call you. him up. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. If anybody, if anybody out there knows Anthony Wong personally, please let me know. Just bring him in. Yeah, yeah I just I want to smoke weed with him, please. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so, man, this episode's so like it's gonna be all, all over the place. The place. Yeah. But after the all the like riot stuff and the the jail scene, we get this scene which like it came so far out of left field for me in terms of like this movie just being brutally sad yeah where yip man is having uh dinner with some some old friends and his wife and you know they're they're talking about how things are going and all this stuff and then it's like super happy it's like super happy you're thinking oh we got this like nice wine for you yeah yeah dinner it's a great time and And then and then there's this moment where the uh yip man's wife it's like, oh, who, who's gonna get the drumsticks? You know, it's gonna go to the most well-behaved kid. And this girl is like, oh, we don't, we don't need drumsticks. And you're like, that's kind of weird. And they're yeah. like, I didn't eat any drumsticks. Are you gonna sell me yeah. too? And you're like, what are you what, talking about? What's going on. And you get this revelation that like this family has been so ravaged by you know like famine and poverty that they had to sell one of their kids. Yeah. And it's like so startling, and yeah. it it really catches you off guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, "What? what? I know you did what? You now? did what now? <laughs> I thought we were just having a good time. We were having dinner. <laughs> Man, I just love to eat. You know? uh, yeah, he was like, I, I mean, I, I'll take the drumsticks. Right. <laughs> like nobody else will. Yeah, nobody else wants them. But um. There's an, a nice moment where 
the so the mom kind of leaves because she's crying and and yip man's wife goes to find her and kind of comfort her and yip man is left with the the dad who it's revealed it was like his idea to to sell a kid and they're drinking and a lot a lot and what i think was it it's again it's one of those things that i think speaks to like the movie's power where in a lesser movie i feel like they would have had this moment where yip man is like scolding him or like you know whatever but it's this moment where he just he pours him a drink they hold it together and and the guy's saying like shame on me shame on me and yip man doesn't say anything he's just looking at him like with just this pain like on his face and you see later that yip man is like drinking by himself and he's super torn up about it and he has this line which i really liked which i feel like just kind of underscores the entire movie which is where he says if a man can't even make ends meet what what good is kung fu to him yeah and i don't know i just it was like it's one of those moments where you just kind of sit there for and you're like i get it yeah that's <laughs> uh, true well and before that he i get there was like uh this i think the son was narrating or something mm-hmm. or saying something and he was like yeah my dad only has like three rules about people he won't train yeah and one of those was if you can't make ends meet right i'm not gonna train you Mm -hmm. and so in this scene after the dinner there was like this like genuine like maybe i need to rethink that at least that's what i got from it It yeah like i need to like rethink because like this dude could use kung fu yeah and and my teachings to to help right um which I thought was was really well done. Yeah, but I think I think too it also has this theme of it's it's almost like it's a commentary on other martial arts movies where it's it's got this feeling of like violence isn't going to solve any of these people's problems. Yeah, you know, like even if this guy knew kung fu, like what good's that going to do him? You know, right. like he still can't feed his family. He still can't whatever. And I, I think what's, what makes this movie good that some of the other movies that I watched this week that I'll talk about is like this movie went in to be a Yip Man biopic, but it also had like the balls to kind of be about something. Yeah. Like it's not about, you know, whatever it's it's right. it's like it has a theme and it has you know it it does it takes steps to to comment on that theme and to to it has something to say which is like right. that's what good movies should do Absolutely. you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but anyway i'm i'm gonna start rambling <laughs> yeah, that's okay that's okay we get that scene um and then i'm trying to think so it and then his wife has to go back to Hong Kong or I'm sorry, has to go back to Foshan from Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, and you, in voiceover, you get the knowledge that his wife is not able to come back. Yeah. Um, because that's when they cut off the border to Hong Kong. Um, and so mainland China is now sealed off from, from Hong Kong and, and foreigners can't go back and forth. Um, and that's basically the last we see of his wife, which yeah. I thought was was kind of sad. Oh yeah, that's a um, huge bummer. It is a huge bummer, and it's it's what I thought was kind of funny about. It's not funny, but 
like they they really don't pull the punches on like how much sadness this guy has to go through oh, in yeah. his life. Oh. Um, and what I thought was kind of interesting is that he what makes him feel more real is that he goes through all this stuff, but he never really like reacts to much of it. Yeah. I mean, he does a little bit, but most of it he's just like he just keeps carrying on. He's just you know got to yeah. keep doing what he's got to do. Yeah. Um, but after his wife goes to back to Foshan, we meet one of the other main characters, which is, uh, Miss Jenny or, uh, the Northern lady. Yes. Um, she kind of has two names, but, um, she's like a singer and, um, she kind of becomes the main love interest and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into her more, but, um, so you... We meet her in what is one of the best scenes in the movie where oh, yeah. um, she's like singing and she goes around to start kind of collecting, you know, whatever. And uh, she <laughs> gets to this table and this guy is like being super gross to her. Yeah. Um, and it kind of cuts to Yip Man and he's like not really paying attention. He's just like eating. Yeah. Um, as he does. Yeah, as he does. But <laughs> then she like throws a drink onto this like piggish dude. And, you know, he's, like, chasing her around and whatever. And Yip Man really only gets involved when they, like, throw something and it, like, gets on him. And yeah. then he's like, all right, I got I, I got it. <laughs> you got me involved and now I got to kick he's your He's like, ass. you're ruining my meal. Uh, yeah. I got to. Like, you brought this upon yourself. I'm sorry. All right. He's like, whatever. <laughs> so um, he, like, beats the dude up. And then um, he, like, gives her some money. And he's like, he's like really good like you're a good yeah. singer and that's kind of their first introduction she comes back later um but what we get after that is what you were describing which is that oh, yes. that scene where the guys run away yeah and they're like master like you know yeah um this guy was like messing with us and so then you get all these like all his other pupils come yeah. and they have like a brawl in the that's street yeah and it gets written about in the newspaper yeah. and then they bring it to the other master and he's like He's like, we don't have to resort to violence. I'm going to write him a letter or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> then there's this like, it's it's a wonderful montage. So it, it's literally the moment where I was like, we're going to talk about this movie because yeah. um, they have a poetry fight. Yeah. Which I think is just wonderful. It was so good. And they, I, they must have exchanged like what, four? Yeah. Something four, like four that. Four or five between them. Yeah. It was... I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. This is so good. And kind of like the moment in Triple R where, like, they just burst into song. Yeah. It, I think I loved it so much because I just didn't see it coming. Yeah. Like, there's a great moment where, you know, you see the guy and he's like, there's only one thing we can do yeah. about this. Poetry. Poetry. <laughs> and he whips out his little pen. And yeah. Just, and um, you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, but one of the – so one of the notes that I took that I was telling you earlier was I just wrote down haircut – and the reason is because when they're having the poetry fight, right, it gets intercut with Miss Jenny, like, asking this guy to read the poems to her because she, like, wants to hear what they're saying back and forth. Oh, and right, it's, right. it's made pretty clear that she's, like, illiterate. Like, she can't yeah, really yeah. read. Um, but I, <laughs> But the guy who's, like, reading it to her, I don't know who this guy is, but he's, like... He's, like, my favorite person in the whole movie because he's got, like, this, like, weird haircut that's, like, 
It's like spiky kind of on top. Do you not remember this guy? I can't remember. He's got like little glasses and he like puts them on. He's like real like oh. like stuck up and like. I can't. I can't remember. And I just watched this yesterday. <laughs> shit. <laughs> what? It's one of the best parts of the movie. Oh, shit. I can't remember it's this. It's so funny. And so he's like explaining to uh-huh. to the northern lady like. Oh, this is what he said, and this is what he said. And then she'll, like, say, oh, so is this what it means? And he's, like, pushes up his glasses, and he's, like, no, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, no, I do remember this. I do remember. Yeah. He's so good. Yes, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, no, he was great. He was hilarious. I was, like, who is this guy? And he never comes back. Oh, no, no, yeah, this is the only time we see him. Yeah. And, yeah, like, the scene ends, like, Miss, I think Miss Jenny, like, walks out or yeah. some shit. And he's, like, left there, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then we cut, and we never see him again. Never see him again. Yeah. I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> I want a whole movie about him. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I just loved that. I just thought that was so funny. Was I'm like, good. I love the idea of a poetry fight, just oh, yeah. back and great. forth, you know. Uh, and then, it, and then it eventually culminates into um, Yip Man and that master like coming together and like sparring, right? Almost, which we see in I think the first Yip Man, because um, mm-hmm. like Yip Man's like having tea with his wife. Yeah, and this is the greatest scene in that movie, where he's like having tea with his wife, his kids playing or whatever. And this master, like, comes up to the door and, like, challenges Yip Man. Yeah. And Yip Man kind of, like, looks at his wife. Mm-hmm. And his wife is just like, don't break anything. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> takes the kid outside. Yeah. Um, and then they, like, start fighting. Yeah. And they break everything. Oh, yeah. And anytime something breaks, the other guy is like, I'll pay for that. Yeah. I'll pay for that. <laughs> I'll pay for that. Right. Um, and so, same thing. This master just like shows up. Yeah. They exchange weird proverbs and yeah. wisdom and mm-hmm. then they beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. It's so, great. So one thing I want to say, and not to be a downer on this, the other master, um, I can't remember his name, but I did read that he's been accused of some not so good stuff. Ah, no. Uh yeah, I know. It's such a bummer. Yeah. Which like so I don't want to heap too much praise on him just because yeah. I'm like, oh, that's uh, yeah. gross. But their exchange I thought was was fun, like the the little fight that they have, kind of for what you were saying. But what I liked about this one was like they they're like obviously trying to avoid like breaking anything. Yes. And there's even a moment where they knock over the table yep. and they like catch it, and he's like, whoop, almost broke your table. Hey, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um. Which I I don't know. I just the. The whole vibe of this movie I thought was nice where it's like most of the violence isn't that serious. Like right. no one really dies. Um, yeah. And a lot of it is just like kind of fun sparring with yeah. each other, which. And, and there's respect. There's respect. Right. And and one of the things that I love about Kung Fu movies just generally is that idea that like there's these masters of what is essentially, you know, ways to kill people. But they always have these like fun relationships with yep. each other. Like, you know, before they fight, they got to sit down and drink tea yep. and eat a meal. And yeah, um, it, it's like the, the um, sword fight in princess bride. Yes. Right. Yeah. Where like he, he's finished climbing up the mountain 
And Inigo Montoya is like, I'll let you, you know, rest up. Right. And they share just like a little bit of banter. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, let's get to killing each other, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's what I love about it is like, and you see that all the time in these martial arts movies where like, it's like two dudes and they're like, I'm going to kill you or whatever. Yeah. But like, let's sit down and have some dumplings first. Right. And, you know. <laughs> well, and, it's, and it's that idea of just respect. Right. And there's always that, you know. Uh, there's all the masters that like have these you know nice relationships they mm-hmm. you know outside of their practice they're going out to dinner and lunch yeah. and whatever they're shooting the shit with each other mm-hmm. then there's always and it's the villain of the movie yep there's always that one guy who's like oh i'm the best and i'm gonna kick everybody's ass i'm gonna rule right it's like he doesn't respect anybody and yeah. that's why he always loses yes because he doesn't one respect anybody mm-hmm. and two he doesn't respect the art form the art form and the yeah and the like because a lot of uh, what i think's cool about like chinese martial arts and it, it's something that's in you know obviously like in like i was talking about earlier like you know the idea that mixed martial arts is all about being the most effective you can be yes. you know using the most the shortest distance to do the most damage and yada 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 Something that I've always liked about Chinese martial arts, especially more traditional martial arts, is this idea that it's – and it's something that Bruce Lee used to talk about was the idea that martial arts is an entire, like, all-encompassing yeah. thing. You know, it's philosophy, it's spirituality, it's it's diet, it's it, – you know, it's so much more than just fighting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, you know, one of the things that this movie does is it gives you a sense of that with Yip Man, you know, this idea that – it's not just his fighting style. It's not just his whatever. It's his whole being, you know, yeah. is is encompassed in his martial arts. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what's missing from, like, American martial arts movies or... And I have I have a deep love for them. But, you know, there is this thing in, in Chinese, especially Hong Kong martial arts movies, where it's not just about the violence. You know, it's yeah. about what this martial art means to this person or, yeah. or how it helps their life or whatever. So yeah, yeah I love all that shit. It's like, it's this is like my bread and butter. I could yeah. talk about it for days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. And I've never like watched any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I had never seen any of the Yip Man stuff before I met you. Yeah. Um, and you're like, you got to watch this shit. It's dope as hell. And I was yeah. Like, all right. Well, it's, I was actually trying to, th- so the other day I was thinking like, you know, how I think we, cause I think we watched, Cause we used to do this in college where, cause we, for people who don't know, we were roommates in college for a little bit, like one yes. year. But yeah. prior to that, we, we, cause we, we were kind of a two thirds of a, a trio of friends. Yeah. What's up, Sam? Yeah. What's up, Sam? I, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I know where you live. I, I think. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, but when, when we all lived on, on campus in college, oftentimes one of us would go away for the weekend or, you know, something along those lines. So it would just be like the two of us. Oftentimes when it was you and me, we would just like sit and watch movies. Movies, yeah. And I often would do this thing where I would be like, you got to see this stupid movie that I yeah. like, you know, and I would show you. And I I would then show you like a good movie to yeah. kind of like, you know, whatever. Yeah, like a palate cleanser. And with this one, <laughs> I showed the. I remember distinctly because you hated it. And it, I showed you Triple X. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Vin Diesel movie, yep. 
And you were like, what? And it was the new one, the one with Donnie Yen in it. And you were like, what the hell are you saying? I was like, <laughs> yeah. and it finished and you were like, I hate, I hated that. And I was like, well, I'm going to show you like a, a good movie. And we watched Yip Man. Yip Man, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, I've always had this love of Yip Man because for me, it was my first like martial arts movie. Hmm. And I have no idea why I watched it. I think it was like back in the day when just everything was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember, and I watched it when I was like 13 or 14, like something like that. And I just remember being like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like the, you get so used to like American, yeah. you know, action movies and they're good in their own right. But what they're missing is that like visceral, like hand to hand, you know, yeah. like punch up stuff. Yeah. And I just remember the first time I watched the Donnie Yen Yip Man, like when someone would get hit in the face and you would just hear like their bones, bones crunch yeah. and like, I just remember being like, well, this is the rest of my life is watching these movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I remember watching that and we had like gotten to talking mm-hmm. and uh, something that stuck with me that you told me was that in, in these like Chinese martial arts films, mm-hmm. they don't do what American martial arts movies do, uh-huh. which is like right as somebody gets hit mm-hmm. and it's not even necessarily like martial arts. It's just like action in general. Yeah. When somebody gets hit, they cut. Yes. And so... I can't remember what that does, but it may, I guess it makes it like less effect. Well, oftentimes like, and this is not, this doesn't go for everyone because this has definitely changed with like John Wick. Oh and, yeah, obviously. And, well, that's um, just because Keanu Reeves. Is yeah. Like, it's because he's the best. Yeah. But he's incredible. Um, oftentimes what, because for a long okay, I'm going to get into a whole thing. So <laughs> for a long time, like American action movies, have centered on actors, right? Yes. Whereas with, especially in Hong Kong, you know, like with the Shaw Brothers films and and really early martial arts movies, the main focus was on the martial arts. Yeah. So you would have someone who had been practicing a martial art their whole life and it, they would showcase it and that was the movie, right? And you didn't have to cut because the guy knew what he was doing. Right. In America, we usually... You know, you're thinking about people like Tom Cruise, right? Right. Now Tom Cruise knows a bunch of shit. But, like, early in his career, he didn't know judo. He didn't know whatever. And so the way you hide that is with editing. Yeah. And, you know, you you have a shot where you see his, his fist going at the guy. You cut, change camera angle so you're behind him. Now all of a sudden you can hide his fist not really hitting his face. And it looks like he's punched the guy, right? Yeah. And that's how American movies are cut. Now, for the most part, it's fine. Like, it works. Right. But what you get when you watch, you know, a, a, a Hong Kong action film, you're seeing two people most of the time who know martial arts. Yes. And they can know how to fight with each other yeah. and not get hurt. And they can learn the choreography really well. So you don't have to cut. Yeah. You can just have the camera far back. You know, you yeah. see them in widescreen and they're just going for it. Yeah. And I think what happens to like people like me who like get really into Hong Kong films is you start to like get a taste for it. And it's it's like you can't go back like you yeah. just, you know, and 
I st- again, I still love American m- action movies for all their faults. But it, like you said, you know what what I what you get when you watch something like Yip Man is this this these beautiful fight scenes where there are cuts, but oh, yeah. for the most part, when you're seeing him hit a dude ten times, you know that's just Donnie Yen doing yeah. that, you yeah. know. And it's it's crazy. And in this movie, to get back onto the movie, yeah, I like. Even with like the the students, mm-hmm. they just hit people. Yeah, like there's the whole fight ring. Mm-hmm. That shit was bonkers, insane, brutal. Oh yeah, right. Because it's a you know it's a fight ring. All all rules are thrown out the window. Right, and we that's a little bit later in the movie. So I can't. I don't even know where we left off. But <laughs> big old tangent. That's okay. It's fine. I mean, this whole <laughs> podcast is just tangents. But uh, yeah, that's fine. um. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Donnie Yen ones are, are incredible in their own right. Yeah. But, um, um, so, um, the, the wife had just left Hong Kong. Yes. Um, and Donnie Yen, or not Donnie Yen. <laughs> Yip Man. Yip Man. <laughs> goes back to like teaching and yeah. all this stuff. Uh, he has this little sparring moment with the other master. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I can't remember when we find out his wife dies. That's a little bit later. That's, so yeah, that's later. Well, one so one of the subplots that we touched on a little bit is there's this cop who is a yes, he's a student of right, Yip Man's, yes. and we see him sort of slowly starting to get involved with the underworld. Um, you know, he's taking bribes yeah. and he's he's kind of doing you know some shady stuff. And his first kind of big shady thing that he does is he f- he basically fixes this. Uh, it's called like a uh, lion dance contest. Oh, yes. Um, and we get this great scene where we, we get to watch this lion dance contest. And this is a thing that it, it it's it's a, a part of Chinese martial arts history. You see it in a ton of, of martial arts movies where it's, really cool. it's like two or three guys in this lion costume. Yep. And they all have to work together to like get this um, bundle that's like on top of this like big pile of sticks yeah and uh the cop is basically paid to like mind his business yeah and like let the uh dragon let his like the person he wants to win win yeah um by any means by any means yeah and we get this this great uh shot of um how the guy is like gonna win and he has like needles like in his sleeves and um, it looks like this other master is going to win and then like he gets pulled down and there's like Yip Man is there for some reason and they like yeah. get into this like, you know, oh. they have to defend him and all this yeah. stuff. And he has this, you know, this punch up with this dude who has like needles in his sleeves. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of the first like big fight scene with Yip Man. And I think Anthony Wong does a good job of like, like obviously he did his best to learn like the martial art. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a lot of good, like long takes of him, you know, like using his forearm to kind of like deflect yeah. like the needles and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just thought that whole scene was so much fun. Oh, it was so great. And yeah, it was just like, I can't even remember. I like, I, during that whole scene, I was like, oh, this is what's up. Yeah. Cause like at this, like by this point there wasn't like you said, like any mm-hmm. of these like longer fight scenes. This is like the first, like big fight aside yeah. from the uh, yip man and the other masters little tussle yeah um 
this was like there was actual stakes here yeah right and it was just and those needles man they look vicious they were awful yeah and there's this there's a shot where like he he like goes to throw like a punch yeah and he misses yip man and he hits like the wood and you see him like take some of the wood off Uh, yeah and you're like oh i wouldn't want to get hit by that yeah um and i was as that fight was happening i was like watching yip man to see how he would kind of work around those needles yeah and he really worked that dude's like upper arms in terms of like blocking and he really tried to use his feet a lot yeah to to get him back yeah which i thought was very interesting yeah one of the things i think is kind of fun about like this movie as opposed to the Donnie Yen one is you do see him use like his feet a lot more yes like a lot of him like deflecting with his feet and like pointing his toe and like hitting someone with it yeah um a lot of him like holding his foot over someone on the ground like yeah um yeah that whole scene is like so much it's it's awesome it, it kind of results in like a stalemate because that that guy yeah. comes back later yeah that it's a great scene and then we we get the the first introduction of um miss jenny like hanging out with yip man yes um now in real life from what i understand yip man did have like a mistress so I think she is based on that real life character. Okay. Um, and one of the things that it, one of the things that I like about this movie that I think a lot of movies don't do, and I understand why, but I like that they don't like demonize her. Yeah. And they don't make her out to be like a bad person. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, she is, has feelings for Yip Man and, you know, maybe she shouldn't pursue them because technically he's still married and, and what have you. But I like that they're never like, oh, this bitch, you know, yeah, like, right. yeah, exactly. the, the movie is very careful to be like, you know, he is conflicted and she has some confliction, but she also obviously like actually cares for him. Yeah. Um, you know, there's scenes where she brings him food and, yeah. and whatever. I just like their relationship. Like I, that was great. Yeah. even if it's like, because later on his wife does die, yeah. and one of the saddest things in the world is that like he doesn't get to be there with her. Yeah. And you see that wrapped up later, where he kind of gets a second chance at it, where he gets to be with uh, Miss Jenny as she's dying. Yes. Um. Which that whole scene is like so sad. Oh, I was I was like, oh, yeah, it was it was a real bummer. <laughs> this movie's so sad. It is. It's it like it has its moments where it's like, oh yeah, this is a fun kung fu, you know, fight scenes, and right, then, right. And then just out of left field, it's like, oh, oh, you're happy. Yeah. Oh well, um, bummer for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I just yeah, um, and the other thing that was really sad is. Like we get these like small tiny scenes where we see Yip Man's health deteriorate yes. a little bit. Do you know what was going on with him? So, because I, I was like, I've read about it a little bit. I think they kind of tried to clean him up a little bit for the movie because I think he dies of in real life. I think he died of cancer. Okay, that's but, what I was thinking. Um, in this movie, they say that he has like a chronic stomach problem. Yeah. In real, so there's a one of the kind of things that often gets glossed over in this movie is that in real life, Yip Man had an opiate problem. Yes. So um, he, like a lot of people in 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 China, struggled with opioid addiction. Yes. 
And he, it was something that he like struggled with throughout his whole life. And I think that ultimately might've led to him getting cancer. And I think they try to clean it up in this movie because they don't want him to come across like an addict. And yeah. there's a, a kind of a big theme in this movie about like not using opium. And, yeah. Well, um, Cause Miss Jenny's friend right. was addicted and she, she OD'd. dies. Yeah. And there's a scene where she, she gives Yip Man some opium to help yes. with his pain. And he's like, don't ever give that to me again. Uh, yeah. Which I don't know. feels kind of weird because it's like he did actually struggle with that. And I think you could have, I think one of the things the movie missed out on that is a little disappointing is I wish they would have touched on it yeah. and like made it a thing of like, like helped highlight that he's this flawed person, person, you know, yeah. that even though he's a, a great martial artist, he's a great, you know, philosopher, he struggled with addiction like anyone would, you yeah. know? And yeah, I think they missed a trick there, but. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, yeah, okay. I, I okay. think that's what I. Figured. I think they invented the stomach illness thing. I could be wrong. Again, please don't yell at me. Um, but yeah. So yeah. anyway, no, there you go. Well, because you know, there's that one scene where he like throws up blood. Yeah, that was upsetting. and I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably stomach cancer or something. Yeah, I, just, I was not sure. Well, I know, not to spoil it, but he does have cancer in the Donnie Yen one, mm. um, in the final one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure. So yeah, gotcha. but, and what, what I think is odd too, is we don't actually see him die in this movie. No. Um, I think they did that on purpose just in case they wanted to make another one, but, yes. <laughs> um, you get the sense that like, this is like his, I mean, it's called the final fight. The final fight. You know, so. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, um, cause the, the. Donnie Yen ones happen like right during World War Two, where mm-hmm. Japan um, occupies China. Yeah, and and then this one final fight happens right after, right after. picks up at like f- like nineteen forty nine, nineteen fifty, and it yeah. ends at like sixty two, sixty three. Yeah. Um. Well, that's and so I don't know when Yip Man died. He died. <clears throat> I believe he died in 1972 too, because okay. he died. He, he, so for those who don't know, uh, Yip Man, we, we said it already, but he, he was Bruce Lee's teacher. Yes. Um, and Bruce Lee died in 1973. So okay. he died like right before Bruce Lee. Okay. Um, I read that somewhere. I, I can't verify it for sure, but, yeah. um, so he did live quite a bit after this. Okay. I mean, he was pretty old when he died. Oh, yeah. A fun fact for you that Ooh. I found. So, and it's relevant to the scene we're talking about. So he gets the phone call that, like, his wife died. Yes. The old man who is like, Yip Man, there's a call for you. Uh-huh. That's Yip Man's real life son. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. He is 98 years old. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i, I had know. no idea that's, i didn't either that's really cool um he was because he's been a producer on like a couple of the yip man movies and oh, stuff really? but yeah i think this is his that might be one of his only cameos okay. and when i first watched it i was like they really focused on that old man's face i wonder why and then i read it and i was like oh that's his real life son that's his actual that's kind of cool that is but cool. he's still alive 98 years old how yeah get on him i know i was like wow Hopefully he gets to the big 100. Yeah, I hope so. Well, cool. we've, we've probably jinxed him now. But, well, um, sorry. 
We didn't do it. Yeah, it wasn't sorry. our fault. That you know about. <laughs> <laughs> what t- talking about his son? So his son is in this movie. Yeah. Um, and he. So this is the thing I was talking about earlier that the movie does something cool that I didn't notice. So his son is the narrator, right, for yes. a lot of the movie, but the narrator actually changes a few times. Really? Because there's moments where the narrator is actually one of his students. Yes. And what's cool about that is there's actually a line where his son says there's little difference between being his son and being his pupil. And then the narration like underscores that, which Uh, I thought was just like a super, like I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. And then this time I was like, Oh, that's cool. Okay. Like that's a fun little nod to that. Like, I don't know if they did that. I mean, they did it on purpose, but I just thought that was like a nice, Oh no, that's a nice thing. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't even notice that. That's what's up. And I think, yeah. And I think that's one of the thing, this movie touches on it and, and the Donnie Yen ones touch on it too, that one of his flaws as a person is that like, he's not really a good dad. (laughs) Yeah. He, yeah, it's, he's kind of absent. Like he does, he doesn't really talk to his son all that much. Yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of disappointing. I'm like, Oh, I wanted him to be a good dad. Yeah. You know, it is what it we is. can't all be perfect yeah. yeah you win some you lose some yeah but um and yeah his his wife dies of cancer yeah uh he doesn't get to be with her yeah and it's this really horrible like he he like answers the phone he gets the news and he just like walks outside mm-hmm. walks into the middle of the street and then just collapses. Yeah. Which is just awful. It was heartbreaking. It was is very like, heartbreaking. Oh, poor guy. It reminds me of... Ah, um, oh, shit. I just totally forgot. There's another movie that does a similar thing that I totally forgot. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's a great... It's it's a great moment. And it's... Yeah. It is the moment, too, where he, he has, like, a vision of his wife coming to visit him. Yes. And then it morphs into to, Miss Jenny. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what the movie was trying to say with that. Like if it's that he is viewing her as like a replacement for his wife or what I took it to mean, if only because I don't want to be that cynical, is he sees her as like his second chance to be, yeah. you know, a good partner. Yes. Um, and there is a, a tenderness to him that I think his relationship with Miss Jenny does a good job of, like, highlighting. You know, like, he he tries not to upset her. He's good about, like, you know, when everyone's being mean to her, he's yeah. like, you know, don't worry. Like, I'll eat your rice cakes. Oh, like, yeah, you yeah. know. And I like that. Like, I, I like that they tried to show that, like, oh, he's not, like, a jerk. Like, he's just yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. He's just kind of absent-minded, like, you know, yeah. he's he's more, like, stuck in his head than yes. he is, like, in the real world. Yeah, yeah, and that, the rice cake thing, that was also real sad, because they have this, like, yep, man, and, like, all of his students mm-hmm. have this dinner, and Miss Jenny shows up mm-hmm. with these, like, rice cakes. Yeah. And she goes into the kitchen, and for some reason, like, the one student just hates her. Yeah. Just absolutely loses her. And so, like, Miss Jenny walks in with these rice cakes, and she's like, oh, yeah, you could stir fry these or do mm-hmm. whatever. And just absolute cold shoulder. Yeah. And they never get eaten. 
Yeah. And it's just real sad because then, like, she's cleaning the dishes. Like, she's mm-hmm. doing all the dishes. She didn't have to. Yeah. But she did. Yeah. I think one of the, the sore spots of this movie for me that, for the most part, I love this movie. But I think one of the things that I, I don't like about it too much is that it paints women in a not so great light yeah. at times. Like it kind of makes them out to be like, Oh, they're bitches. Or, you know, yeah. look how catty they are. And it's like, yeah. eh, I don't know if you needed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is kind of weird too, because on the one hand, it's like so sympathetic towards Miss Jenny. Yes. But then on the other hand, it's like, look, check out these bitches being yeah. all mean to whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say with this, but you're right. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of a, a meh part of it, but yeah, um, oh, for sure. So the we get all these scenes that kind of um, highlight, you know, like where they all are in their lives, and and you see Yip Man is sort of starting to deteriorate, like in terms of his health. Meanwhile, the the cop is like he's you know promoting these like underground fights, yeah, and you see that. Like I was saying, like all these threads start to come together. Um, one of Yip Man's former students opens his own school, yep. and he's like struggling financially because he's not really getting a lot of students to come into his school. Um, and since he's desperate for money, the cop comes to him and is like, "You could win money at like this fighting ring." Um, and so he starts to become like this star within yeah. this like underground fighting ring. And Dragon, who's like the the you know ringleader of this whole thing is like for once i'd like to see like wing chun lose you know yeah. I, I i feel like the fights are whatever and so the the final fight as the the film uh title tells you is this this student of yip man's he's like fighting this guy in the ring and he gets poisoned by yes. a fan a p- supposed fan who like brings him like a coke yep. that's actually poisoned and all this is happening where, like, a typhoon is going on. Uh, yeah, it's a whole mess. And uh, his wife, like, runs to go get him. And she is, like, way pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, baby's about to come yeah. any minute Any now. minute now. And she squares up with this dude. Yeah. And one of the funniest lines in the movie, that it's, like, not funny, but I thought it was fu- the way it was delivered was funny. She's, like, standing in front of him, and she's like, don't hit him anymore. <laughs> the villain's like, I don't care if you're pregnant. Like, I'll oh, kill yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, God I damn. I was like, jeez. Yeah. Um, but one of other one of Yip-Man's other students, like, figure out, figures out what's going on, and she, like, goes to get him. Yeah. And there's this great shot where, like, oh, my God. they're all, like, marching mm-hmm. to go rescue his student. Yeah. And there's, like, these guards who are, like oh stop you can't come any further and he's like i'm gonna get my student and then like his like other students just like start beating them up yeah 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 man this whole time they're like walking up yeah man is like laser focused tunnel vision on just getting his student back yeah he doesn't throw a single punch until he Mm -hmm. gets into that fucking ring yeah and like you could tell i was like oh this dude means business oh yeah somebody's gonna get their ass beat and so he like gets in the ring and the cop is like trying to hold everyone off, yeah. like, you know, whatever. And he's like, there's this moment where he's like, I can't do anything. Like we're in the walled city. Like cops won't even come in here. And so Yip Man takes him to the side and he's like, if I get him outside, can you arrest him? And he's like, yeah. And Yip Man's like, bet. I, I, I give me a minute. And then, and then just goes to work. Yeah. And well, and Dragon is like, you can't beat me like in my own territory. And Yip Man has this line that I wrote down where he says, um, 
I'm not after your turf. I'm after you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's a testament to yeah man's humbleness because mm-hmm. like he he's not like he said he's mm-hmm. not doing this for the popularity. He's not right. doing this to like be top dog. He's doing this because somebody that he cares about is getting hurt. Right. He's in danger. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like. I'm going to do everything in my power because I have that ability to save my friend, mm-hmm. my student, and you're going down. Right. And there's no stopping. Yeah. And it's kind of – it's the big fight of the movie where yeah. it's like Yip Man versus Dragon and then it's like all his students against like Dragon's fighters. Yeah. And goons. his goons. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, like I think this fight – for me, you could put this in any of the Donnie Yen ones and oh, it would yeah. like fit perfectly. Like oh, it's yeah. it's well choreographed. Yep. It's you know it's well shot. Like yep. the the fighting in the rain looks really cool. That's so good. Um he even does the thing where he like gets a pole and oh, he's yeah. like twirling it at him <laughs> yeah. and like he does the multi punch thing, yeah. which I love. Yeah, and he um, does it a couple times. There's it was great because like it was I think it was like towards the end of the fight. He like does the multi punch thing. Dragon like tries to uh, Tag. He like blocks it and then keeps going yeah. with a multi point, and he's just like wearing him down. I was like, yeah. yes. And it's like not like what I loved about it too was like you finally kind of the movie is like building and building and building to this oh. fight, and it's like not even a contest. Like Dragon like does not stand a chance. Yeah. Where you know, yeah, Yip Man struggles a little bit in yeah. parts of the fight where you know he's like trying to bat away like weapons and stuff, but. By the end, he's just, like, pummeling this dude. And it's, like, it's not a particularly bloody fight. There's not a lot of gore or anything. But you really feel by the end that Dragon's like, all right, I'm I'm done. Time out. I'm I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. So when they finally, like, captured that, the ringmaster, and then the guy Mm -hmm. that was going to kill the student. Yeah. What did they time up? It looked like barbed wire. (laughs) <laughs> it might have like, been i don't I was know like, what the fuck you were just tying up bitches now with barbed oh, wire yeah. the hell yeah, yeah. all right yeah sure. but yeah and that's kind of the final fight of the movie yeah because after that it's it's back to kind of the more human stuff yeah which i kind of love because it's like a lot so i should say i watched a lot of yip man movies this week yeah um i watched some good ones and i watched some not so good ones well, yeah, there you um go. i intentionally didn't watch any of the the donnie yen ones because i didn't like want to compare them like yeah. in my brain but a lot of these end in like a final fight and most of them are like not good yeah um the one that stood out to me which had a decent like last fight was yip man the awakening which if anyone's interested in watching it it's on Haya, i believe is the name of the streaming service you can get like a seven day free trial or something. That's which is how I watched it. But um, that one has a pretty good final fight. I think the problem with a lot of these other like Yip Man films, with one exception being the Grandmaster, the leads in them like aren't as good. Oh, and yeah. I think in particular, like that one, they it's like a younger Yip Man, but the guy just doesn't like seem like he really understands oh, yeah, the yeah. character. Yeah. And with these other ones, they, like, make him out to be much more of, like, a superhero. And, yeah. like, you know, he just, like, bursts in there and he beats up a bunch yeah. of dudes and stuff. But what I like about this movie about Yip Man, the final fight, is that we get the final fight. But, like, that's not the end of his 
story. story yeah you know we still see he has that moment with miss jenny where he's like with her as she's dying yeah and she earlier in the movie tells him that you know she's afraid of dying alone yeah and she says, do you remember what I was most afraid of? And he says, don't worry, you're not going to be alone. Yeah. And it's, oh man, it's so good. It was, that was heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking and it's, but it's so like tender, you know, like yeah. it, that is what makes this movie so fucking good. It's oh, like yeah, yeah. all those little moments yeah. where you're like, like, I'm just like, I just want to hang out with Yip Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. He's so sweet and like yeah. caring, caring. And like, even if he's not perfect, like there are those moments where you're like, he would do anything for like his students, you know, like he, he, especially for, for Miss Jenny, he's like, you know, he's just like there for her in the end. Like he did everything he could do for her, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and there was a part, I can't remember when, where somebody was like, well, why don't you like make a school and like teach people and all this stuff. And it was like, I think the son, his son was like saying something. He was like, yeah, my dad didn't want to make a school because he was like, you know, I don't want to like draw too much attention. And then, you know, once you put up a sign, mm-hmm. you know, that's when it becomes a business and all that right. stuff. And so the, like teaching, like he did want to teach Wing Chun, but he didn't want it to be like, um, like a business. He just like, right. he wanted to do it to pass that on yeah. to people and and help teach and just care for others yeah um because he you know he's a very selfless person yeah which was reflected in him caring for jenny and you know all the other mm-hmm. students and all that stuff so i just realized it's the second movie in a row where one of the main characters is named jenny <laughs> well there you go there you go there's the link that's yeah, what links them that's that was it if you didn't get it there it's it is the jcu yeah Je- the jenny Jeez, cinematic universe <laughs> there you go um <coughs> but yeah and we also get so in any of these yip man movies you have the obligatory this guy taught bruce lee scene yeah um and we get a guy playing bruce lee who I, they don't you pointed this out earlier yeah in our private conversation you were like they never show his face yeah, they never show it <laughs> like he kind he's like wearing aviators yeah but and they show like maybe a quarter of his face. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. We we see the back of his head and we see like like I said, a quarter of his face. And that's it. Mm-hmm. We never see his full face. Why? <laughs> yeah, well, I think part of it is I think this particular actor, to me at least, he like did not look like him. Well, um, yeah, that's fair. And one of the things that's really so at some point, we're going to do Bruce Lee movies. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Bruce Lee. Have I seen a Bruce Lee? You have, because I, have. I, I showed you Enter the Dragon. Oh, yes. That's yeah. right. Oh, that was a that's trip. A great, that's a great movie. But um, we... So, when... How do I even bring this up? So, there's this thing. It's called Bruce Bloitation, okay. where after Bruce Lee died, a bunch of people, like came out of the woodwork and like pretended to be Bruce Lee and made all these movies that are like Bruce Lee's last movie or Bruce Lee's whatever. And so you have like Bruce Lie, who's like, you know, L I like Bruce, Bruce Lynn, Bruce, you know, whatever. Um, so there is this long history of like people pretending to be Bruce Lee. And 
this particular actor, I didn't look up his name, who's in Yip Man, The Final Fight. Um, yeah, I think I think he just, he just, like, didn't really nail, like, the mannerisms of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, there was no point where I was like, oh, that guy did a pretty good job. I was yeah. like, oh, woof. Yeah, yeah. He's like, woof, he's like, yeah, woof. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a weird, skinny little guy. Yeah. Like, no, no hate to that guy. Like, he's just probably... Yeah. He was probably there for like a day and a half to oh, shoot yeah. that scene, but yeah, um, you do get the scene like you said where he's like, "Hey, you should like film this, you know, yes, for for the world to see." Yep. And Yip Man's like, "That's a pretty good idea. That's a fantastic um, idea. Thanks, Bruce." And you you do get to see the real footage of Yip Man, which it's always jarring to me when I see like an actual picture of Yip Man because I'm like, "Whoa, he doesn't look like Donnie Yen at all." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's pretty much the movie after that. that. It, yeah, um, yeah, that it was so short, and I wish it was just a little longer. Mm-hmm. But ju- I just I love that actual live footage of Yip Man training. Yeah, I thought it was so. I love when movies do that because I like there's just something so surreal. Yeah, because like it's one thing to watch a movie about these people and you see an actor portraying them, but seeing an actual like photo or vi- if like if you're lucky enough, mm-hmm. an actual video of them moving and talking and smiling and all this stuff, it's just so surreal because you're like, damn, that was an actual like person who lived. Right. I do this thing all the time where I'm like, you know, I, I try to like that person saw the same like, and this is weird. This, uh, this is a weird thing I do. Uh-huh. But with like that person saw the same colors. Yeah. And like, like we see all these like black and white films. Mm-hmm. That's not how they saw yeah. in real life. They saw like legit colors and right. whatnot. And it's just it's it, oh, it sends me down a spiral. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can so, get pretty existential with it. Yeah, and so I just I love when movies do that, and just watching him, you know, practice Wing Chun. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's mm-hmm. so cool. It is cool, and it it it. it I uh, yeah, I I'm with you. Like I I love it, and it doesn't throw me out of the movie because yeah. by the end of it, there you're like reminded like oh this is a real guy you know like and we didn't bring it up before but one of the comments that i think this movie does make is this idea that with people like yip man and bruce lee and wong fei hong and some of these other like chinese um and and really i mean triple r too the same thing with you know Mm -hmm. uh those figures we we have a tendency as as people to big up these you know historical figures we make them into superheroes whatever and i think this movie does make a comment on like yeah we do that but we know they're not real you know like exactly and it 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 brings us back to him being a real person you see him as as he was and i think that's what a lot of these other yip man movies miss is this idea that yeah, he was a cool guy, and yeah. he, he had martial arts skills and stuff, but he was still just a guy, yeah, you know? He's some dude. And he lived, and he died, and that's yeah. it, you yeah. know? Like, so I think that's that's what this movie nails, and I think that's, like, I think it's why it's, like, a good intro to, like, yeah. Kung Fu, because it's, like, we're easing our way in, you know? It's, yeah. like, it's not... Because we're going to get into some crazy shit later on, but... Yeah. 
I'm um, ready for it. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there, but yeah, as far as this movie goes out of 10, what do you rate it? Oh, the famous uh, um, Grayson out of 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say like, I'll give it like a solid, like 8.8 okay. out of 10. Um, it had its moments. The The thing that I, I was struggling with kind of at the beginning mm-hmm. is that they were always, like, cutting, like, abruptly. Yes. And it almost seemed like it was a different, like, time. And yeah. the time flow was kind of off. Yes. And it took me a while to, like, catch on to all mm-hmm. of that. Because, like, in m- most movies, they'll have, like, oh, we're going to cut and here's the date. Right. Right. They only did that like a couple of times. Yeah. Every other time they just like cut, and I was like, oh, "All right, this this weeks months yeah. later," um, and so that that was a little hard for me to like catch up with. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and there uh, there was some slower parts. Yeah. Um. And so, but I mean, other than that, it was still a phenomenal movie. Action was great. Acting was great. Mm-hmm. Um. Just everything about it was it was a really great story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eight point eight. Okay. I kind of like with last week. I, I'm gonna go a little bit lower, and I'm gonna say for me this is like, for me this is like the baseline for like a good movie. Like, okay. So for me this is like a a a seven point eight to an eight out okay. of ten kind of movie where everything it does it does really well. Yeah. You know it it it's it's tight like i don't feel like there's a ton of wasted time in the movie there's a little yeah. there's some slow parts but like i think for the most part it do, it 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 knows how what it is like it doesn't try to go too big yeah um there's stuff i wish was in it there's there's little right. things that i don't like but like as far as everything goes it's like it's good yeah you can put it on and watch it like you know the plot is decently easy to follow um there's those little moments that like if you're a hardcore you know kung fu fan you'll enjoy but yeah. if you're not a kung fu fan it's just a good movie you yeah. know so oh, it's it's fantastic i recommend it to anybody i yeah. think it's great so for me that's it's a seven seven point eight to eight like eight. somewhere in there yeah there you go so right. there we are i so like it. it that's episode two hell yeah hell yeah brother <laughs> let's get them <laughs> after two episodes how are you feeling fun i like this um i look forward to it me too um every week um it's just I haven't created anything in a while. Yeah. Um, and so creating something again is is good. And it's it's mostly just an excuse for us to hang out. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, after college, it was just like, yeah. Don't get old, folks. It's yeah, hard to hang out with your friends. <laughs> yeah, I have I have three, three friends, three yeah. good friends that I talk with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And two of them I hardly see, one yeah. of which is sitting right across from me. Hey, so. Yeah. But um thank you so much for listening yeah we'll be back in two weeks time with another full-length episode but we'll be back next week with a half episode yeah um if you liked it give us a rating and a review on itunes or spotify or podbean yeah or hit (laughs) Um, us up on twitter yeah instagram yep we're on twitter instagram facebook um we're viva la action pretty much everywhere um, you can send us an email at vivalaaction at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, if you want to shoot us a question, a suggestion, 
Um, yeah, I, and honestly, too, like later on, if you have a movie you want us to watch, then I'll yeah. definitely take that into account. Oh, yeah, like if absolutely. I've seen it or even if I haven't, I mean, I, yeah, I'm we'll glad to take listener suggestions. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening and Thanks. We'll, we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye. Bye.